Hey there, Kaniacs. I am Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. Um, and you can find myself on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Uh, and in today's episode, uh, I sat down with Sarah Avampado from the Locked On Los Angeles King show and locked on NHL show, as well as the Chicago Wolves reporter for uh, SB Nation's Cane Country. I sat down with her over the weekend um, and had a very long conversation. We recorded for about uh, close to two and a half hours. Uh, you, know, you know, it was originally going to be you know, talking about Justin Williams and his retirement, seeing as he uh, spent the bulk of his career in both. Uh, North Carolina with the Hurricanes, out in out in uh, Los Angeles with the Kings, uh, and we both have very fond memories of him and everything he did for our respective franchises. So we sat, talked about that for a good long while, um, as well as you know, talked about other drafts, uh, the whole draft situation from both the Hurricanes and Kings perspectives, as well as some free agency signings and trades and some Halloween stuff as well. It's spooky season, guys. I think we also talked a little Star Wars. You know me. You know I love some Star Wars, especially Clone Wars. Top tier. Um, But here is going to be the first part of that discussion. This is going to be about mainly just focusing on the whole Justin Williams retirement, seeing as that is kind of the big thing going right now. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to talk to you guys about some stuff. And first, of course, you guys already know what it is. It is a built bar, the absolute best fitness bar on the planet. It's the fitness bar that tastes like a candy bar. They got all the flavors that you could possibly want. Um, yeah, so many. Uh, it's 18 flavors. So much. Something for everybody. Um, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. Um, and they are great for the health conscious individual as well. Um, they are great to help you lose and maintain weight as well as indulging in an absolutely delicious treat. I took some samples up to well-traveled beer to have on the counter, let people try, um, and they loved them. They ate them up. Um, and these are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for keto diets, guys. We all know those are really big right now. And something else that is really big right now, guys, is the discount that Built Bar has for you guys. Right now, when you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code Locked On, you'll get 20% off your next order when you use promo code Locked On for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And also, something else, guys, is um, you know, Roman. Roman has sponsored the show for quite some time, and you know, it's going to... They're continuing to sponsor shows um, because they have something great for you guys. Um, and as you guys know, it can be awkward or embarrassing to talk about erectile dysfunction. Usually guys would just brush it off and blame themselves. But Roman is here to get you the advice you want to help you with no, to help you what with you need with no shame. 
With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to help find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Um, Getting started is super simple as well. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOn and complete your online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to get connected with a doctor and take care of it. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOn and you'll get up to $50 off your first month of ED treatment, a free online visit, and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOn for $50 off your first month of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash LockedOn. Now, guys, I hope you enjoy uh, the first part of the conversation I had with Sarah about Justin Williams' retirement. Enjoy. End of an era with your favorite, my favorite team dad, Mr. Game 7, guy you always want on your team, Justin Williams, announcing that he is officially retiring from hockey. There's not going to be any of this joining the team halfway through the season. Uh, he is officially done. And so who better to talk about Justin Williams with than Jared Ellis and half? Wow, that's not your name. With Jared Ellis, half of La- Locked on Hurricanes, uh, to, to chat about our best bud, Justin Williams. So how, how sad are you on a scale of like 1 to 48? I just picked a random number. I'm pretty sad. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty darn sad. It, it'd definitely be up there. Um, kind of knew it was coming eventually. I mean, he played for 19 seasons. Yeah. Like, he knew it was going to happen uh here within the next couple of years um but it still sucks it, it still hurts uh having grown up watching him play um on his first stint with the canes out west with the kings when he came back here so it really does suck i'm definitely glad i got to meet him um that's for sure because uh, he's a great guy uh he did a whole heck of a lot over his career. Uh, you know, three Stanley Cups, you know, Colin Smythe. Um, he did so much over his career. It, it's crazy. And sadly, now it comes to an end. I, I'm excited to see what's next for him. I feel like he's a guy who, whatever he wants to do in hockey next, like, that door is open to him. My secret dream is that he gets into broadcasting. So he's on like my television all the time, making fun of other hockey players or something. I, I don't know what he wants to do with his life now that he has to be like an extra grown up. but I, I hope that he just doesn't like fade away quietly to go fish on a boat or something. Uh, I definitely don't think he's going to do that. Um, I think uh, cause he lives in, uh, the Raleigh area. He lives in Cary, which is just south of Raleigh. Um, he actually, Rod Brendamore used to live there as well. Um, 
but see, he still lives in the Raleigh area, so I mean, he's staying here. Uh, so I know he's one of the coaches for uh, one of the youth hockey teams around here. Um, so I imagine he's still going to do that uh, for a bit. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if uh, he takes either a coaching or scouting job with the Hurricanes. Um maybe take a season or two off, um, you know, and just be with his family, raise his kids. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if he does that, uh, because I'm sure the Hurricanes organization will gladly bring him back in for something. Kind of like they did Brendan Moore uh, years ago when he retired. They brought him in as a coach, and look at him now. Now he's one of the best head coaches in the league. I mean, I feel like that's just such a story – in its own right, I was watching, you've been sharing clips on your Twitter and just everywhere online has been sharing clips of, especially that the Hurricanes Cup run whenever they won. And, you know, the 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 switch from them, Brindamore and Justin Williams being teammates to now, you know, coach and player to now whatever's going to be next. Like, I'd love to see them on the bench together, like both as coaches for some future version of the Hurricanes, if that's, uh, that's what he wants. That would be a good, like, symmetry, like full circle to the story for them. I do agree. Uh, I honestly think that will happen. I said not next season or anything like that, but within a couple of seasons, I imagine he'll be behind the bench or in the front office in some capacity. Um, I do think that's going to happen uh, because I know with uh, Brendan Moore, his first season as head coach, he said that having Williams as the captain really helped him out. Um because, you know, they have such a long history together. Um, and he knew Williams wasn't going to BS him around. He's like, you know, this is how, this is what needs to be done. Um, and they had that good working relationship and friendship. So it's definitely going to be missed, um, that's for sure. Because um, Jordan Stahl, don't get wrong, good captain and all. But Justin Williams, he just on a different level uh, with everything that he brought to the team um, because, you know, he obviously you know, was there in the mid two thousands and he left for Los Angeles where you got to fall in love with him and watch everything he did for the Kings. Um, and then, you know, that time ended, you know, after he was able to revitalize his career there and he went to the, Washington Capitals, excuse me, Capitals, uh, for a season. Uh, and then he came back to the Hurricanes. Uh, I think that was one of the last things uh, Carmanos and Francis did uh, was bring him back. Um, and he really honestly helped bring the team back from the dead uh, because they were not in a good place. I mean, there's obviously you know, front office and coaching stuff going on there as well that help that didn't help the situation there. Um, but bringing him back and having him on the ice, still being a very talented player, um, and also having gained so much experience, you know, from playing in LA and playing in Washington, and just becoming that grizzled old leader that the Canes needed, um, and then. They had the 2019 playoffs where they went to the conference final. Um, 
and then they had this past season as well. You know, he came in halfway through, and I think whenever he came back, they really turned a corner um, because they're kind of missing his leadership. I think that he he's one of the few players that after he left the Kings, after they decided not to re-sign him, which um, I still feel is one of Dean Lombardi's many mistakes. You know, I, I know that Justin wanted to go even if the Kings had tried to re-sign him, like he probably wanted to go closer to home, back to the East Coast. But I feel like he is someone who every year Kings fans are like, can we get him back? Can he come back? Can we sign him again? Will he come back here? Because he just has been, since he left, has just been so missed. And he was so like instrumental in building the culture of that team. Uh, you know, Aside from being a, a very skilled player, he just... like he did with the Hurricanes, really helped kind of tie a team together and get them over the edge. And and he is just the one guy that I feel like Kings fans are always going to be like the one that got away a little bit because I think that they would have taken him back no matter what. Um, I actually, whenever he signed with the Capitals, um, I actually went out to L.A., for his first game back in LA um, with the Capitals and a whole bunch. It, it was also Mike Richards first game back with the, uh, in LA because he was also on the Capitals at that same time. So it was like mm-hmm. double whammy of, of feelings for Kings yeah. fans. But there were, there were just so like, as soon as he took the ice for warmups, like there was a huge amount of Kings fans standing on the Capitals side of the ice to watch warmups because they all wanted to see Justin Williams and everyone had signs like, welcome back. We love you. Like, he could have played for any team. I feel like he could have played for like the Ducks and Kings fans still would have been like, but we love him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he did so much for both of our organizations for the Canes and the Kings. And I know personally for the Hurricanes, um, I think it's only a matter of time uh, before they're raising his number up into the rafters. Um. I know there's obviously been some talk, you know, like, okay, which number, you know, are they going to put up there? Are they going to put up his old number 11 or are they going to put up 14? Um, Personally, I'm on the side of they're probably going to do 14, Mm -hmm. Uh, mainly because I think Justin Williams, um, he's he'll he'll want 14 up there because he doesn't want to mess with Jordan Stahl because Jordan Stahl now Mm -hmm. will 11. And he's won that number number for many years for the Hurricanes. And he's like, yeah, that's yours now. That's yeah. your number. We'll retire this one. I think it's only a matter of time before they do that. Um, same, honestly, same with Cam Ward. Yeah. Uh, that number 30 will be going up there. I know a lot of people, you know, they'll kind of harp on, you know, his last couple years, you know, with the Hurricanes and his season up in Chicago, you know, where he wasn't that Vesna caliber Con Smythe winning goaltender that he once was. Um, but, you know, you look, you know, from 06 to about 2011, 2012, he's a top five goaltender in the league. Yeah. Um, especially from like 09 to like 2011, 2012, he was top tier goaltender. Um, and he just got overplayed, overworked, and it took a toll on his body. And he didn't always have a great team in front of him either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's only yeah, so much you can do. <laughs> two numbers for Hurricane. 
Yeah, there's, that's two numbers for the Hurricanes. I'll probably be going up in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's. I, I I hope that we are allowed to like travel and go places then, because I feel like I will come out to Raleigh for that, <laughs> just to like experience Justin Williams' feelings in yeah. in more places. One thing I I didn't realize until yeah, I definitely uh, feel. Go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, I definitely feel like whenever that time comes to fire his number, because it's definitely going to come, mm-hmm. um, I feel it has to be done when they play the Kings, when yeah. the Kings come to town. Yeah. It has to be, um, because that's where, that's his other team. I know there's Philly, and I know there's Washington, but yeah, okay. Canes and the Kings, those are the two teams that everyone associates him with. Yeah, because I legit always forget. Years ago, <laughs> yeah, I, I forget. Yeah, you know, he played for the Capitals at times too. Um, <laughs> but I remember years ago uh, when Brenda Moore had his number retired, uh, they did it when the Flyers came to town because that was obviously his old team. Mm-hmm. And when the Flyers put him on their ring of honor, uh, they did it when they played the Canes. Yeah. So it has to be it when they play the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a good game. Um, one thing I didn't realize until I was reading a bunch of articles after he announced this is that um, when he was named captain for the Hurricanes, that's actually the only time he's worn like a permanent letter for any team. Like I know that he occasionally would wear the A for the Kings if someone else was out or something, but that time he was the captain was the only time that he had a letter like regularly and I mean that's just wild to me like he is the ultimate example of of leadership and for it have taken for it to have taken that long in his career uh to to wear a letter is I guess a says something about like the teams that he was on like how deep they were in terms of of leaders but that just I, I could have sworn that he was just he just walked into this league and was a captain immediately. Yeah, it it is weird to think about, especially like when he came back, you know, there were people saying that, you know, he should have been wearing it, you know, at the mm-hmm. time. That's no knock on the guys that were wearing it at the time. Um but and then that next season came and, you know, he wore it. Um he did a fantastic job. Um and even this year, you know, whenever he came back, like halfway through uh, the season, um, it, he obviously wasn't wearing a letter, um, but he clearly was part of the leadership of that team. Um, because uh, if you go and look at the team photo uh, from this season, um, you know how team photos, they always have the leadership team in front, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's sitting right there alongside with Stahl, Martin Hook, and Slavin. Yeah, he's sitting there. Um, so everyone knew, you know, like he's one of the leaders on this team, whether he's wearing a letter or not. What's, and, I feel like he, he, there's a very large, like, body of work to choose from, but um, what are kind of some of your favorite Justin Williams moments? Um, I think, you know, one of the top ones yeah, is when he scored the empty netter to win the cup. Um, that's obviously way up there. It's got to be. Um, 
Honestly, one of my personal favorites was getting to meet him back in January. That was way up there. Um, uh, let's see, because there's been so many over the years. Um, <laughs> going back to L.A., you know, getting to watch him win two more Stanley Cups and the Conn Smythe. Um, you know, because he, he was the reason I watched L.A., um, you know, during those early 2010s, you know, because he obviously used to play for us, got traded. Canes weren't all that great. So, you know, sometimes you get frustrated. You go watch, you know, <laughs> another team, you know, feel sorry, <laughs> other than disappointment. <laughs> um, and, you know, had Williams there. He, you know, I was in them, you know, getting him to be successful out there. Um, oh, one great one was. Uh, when he came back this past season um, and when they went into an eight-round shootout against, I think, the Islanders it was. Um, and then they sent him out and just dead center, and he wins it. That was crazy. Um, yeah, it, there's just so much there. Yeah, that that whole 2014 run was just I mean, I feel like it kind of cemented the Mr. Game 7 legacy uh, for him just because of his performance. And they're just I had actually forgotten until I was watching clips that he had the assist on the goal that sent the Kings to the Stanley Cup final that year, Um, partially because I feel like I've blocked that one out a lot because living in Chicago, like, you know, I was like. But the two te- like the two teams that I like and follow and not like I, it was just sort of painful at the time. So I think I just sort of forgot about it. But, you know, that he he assisted on a pretty iconic goal for the Kings. Um, I really think that, like, for me, a lot of it, too, was just his. um like the fact that like you you could t- like every, you can every professional hockey player hates to lose, but I feel like him especially. Um, and I know you saw this with the Hurricanes, too, of him just being like, this is BS. Like, we need to be better. Uh, I, I just I appreciated the fact that I felt like he was always honest. Um, you know, yeah. he, he didn't he didn't trot out with the like, oh, we just need to get pucks in deep. Like if the team was bad, you knew because he would say we were bad tonight. Um, and it was very refreshing to to hear that from someone, not just try to be like, oh, we just came up against a hot goalie like. He's like, no, we sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whenever he came back halfway through the season, yeah, the Hurricanes were on a bit of a skid um, and they weren't playing well. And I think this first couple games back, they lost them. And you could tell in post-game interviews, he was not happy and he was tearing that team a new one. I mean, you could tell, you know, other team leadership, Slavin, Stahl, Martin, Brendan Moore, you could tell those those guys, they weren't happy either. Um, and they were also ripping into the team. Um, but Williams, it, it just want to say it, it's different when it came from him, um, just with his legacy, I guess you would say. Um, uh, what's the word? I'm it just, it hits different. Yeah. <laughs> um, just kind of put it bluntly. Uh, but yeah, he just brought so much to the team. Uh, another great moment was in the conference final against Marshan uh, last year <laughs> uh, when Marshan yep. was pulling 
his crap or whatever playing dirty like he does and Williams just grabs him by the chin strap and gets in his face I that feel like the, like the like the fact that he was so feisty I feel like would surprise people who didn't watch him regularly like because he's good for like one or two fights a year because he just gets ticked off and he sees the team needs a spark or whatever. Like he dropped the gloves in in the playoffs this year. I legit had like six messages on my phone from people being like, what is Justin Williams within, <laughs> It was within the first freaking like minute of the game against the Rangers. Slavin scored Williams in a fight. Like, like That was hilarious. And it wasn't like a quick little thing. Like he he was legit yeah. throwing hands with that guy. I think oh, there's one great. time he like fought or like tried to fight Evgeny Malkin, which I'm like, that's gutsy. But you know, of course he's gonna be the one to, to do it. <laughs> he probably did. I mean, he's in the league for nineteen seasons. <laughs> I feel like he probably tried to fight most people. <laughs> I mean I mean, you're around that long, you're bound to pick a fight with someone that maybe you shouldn't. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he did amazing things. Uh, And whenever uh, I was waiting for this call to go through, uh, I was actually obviously sitting here at my desk and I just kind of looked up. I saw the 06 championship sign that I had him sign back in January when I met him. I was just like, Man, I, I'm really glad you know I got him to sign that because I've yeah. had that thing since I was like nine years old and I just turned 24 last that's month. Awesome. So it's, just to tell you, you know how long I've had the thing. Yeah, that's awesome. He he's definitely yeah, had the, like quite the career. Um, some of the stats: uh, 1,264 career games, 797 points. Uh, three-time Stanley Cup champion, obviously. Con Smith Trophy winner. Um, he is sixth in Hurricanes team history in goals and assists, eighth in points. One of nine players in NHL history to score 100 goals and win the Stanley Cup with two different franchises. Um, and, of course, has the most career game seven points by any player in NHL history. Uh, 15 points in nine career game sevens. Uh, he has an eight and one record in game sevens, uh, which I think brings up the question, what's the case for Justin Williams for the hall of fame? Yeah, I think he gets in, um, not necessarily first ballot hall of fame. Um, you know, because I do think, uh, one knock against him there would be, you know, he never crossed a thousand point mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also look at, um, you know, it's not the NHL Hall of Fame. You know, it's a hockey Hall of Fame. You got players from other countries and just so many other things you know, that go into that. Um, and he also has two gold medals. So you can throw that in the mm-hmm. mix as well. Um, there's other stuff there. I, I do feel he will get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, again, probably not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um Again, kind of the main knock of, uh, uh, you know, some point mark. Um, how many All-Star games was he in? I think it was just one. I think so. Yeah, I think it was just one, which, I mean, the more All-Star appearances you have, mm-hmm. you know, the better. Um, 
So, yeah, I think it was just one all-star appearance. I'm pulling up hockey reference now. Um, no. Uh, none. He didn't have an all-star appearance. That's terrible. Uh, uh, it was three, that. <laughs> yeah, it was three-time cup winner and uh, the uh, Conn Smythe. That was it. And, then, and, of course, like the uh, gold medals. Uh, but, yeah. I think that's another knock that people may have against him. Yeah, he did cross that thousand point mark. He was never an all star. Um, but there are other you look at have gone in the Hall of Fame. You're like, mm-hmm. if they're in, he can get in. If they're in, why isn't Rod Brindamore in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll go in together. Yeah, I think it. I think Rod Brindamore. We'll definitely kid in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um. He may have made someone mad because he doesn't mince <laughs> words either. That, that very well could be him. It's like <laughs> why Motley Crue's never going to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They probably made somebody mad. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that of just like whoever has to vote on this stuff is like, yeah, but remember that one time he cursed me out? Like. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely think was. Will get in. I don't think he's the first ballot, but yeah. I think he he'll get in. He did so much. You know, he didn't earn that Mr. Game Seven nickname for no reason. You know, even though he hates it, um, <laughs> he 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 earned it. Um, the most clutch players um, ever. So I think he deserves to be in. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, you know, he'll definitely end up having his number retired by the Hurricanes. Do you think the Kings do the same? Probably not. Um, I think, like, I, I wish that they had kind of a, like, ring of honor or something for to, like, recognize people that they, you know, don't want to necessarily retire the jersey, but want to recognize them in some way. I feel like it's sort of de facto retired like no one has worn it since he since he left Los Angeles and I feel like they Mm -hmm. probably kind of try to be like hey new kid you actually can't have that number so it's sort of fake retired um I feel like they're Mm -hmm. they're gonna have enough kind of questions to answer with like of the other of the core group you know Kopitar, Dowdy, Brown, Jonathan Quick like I feel like the, I don't want them to turn in Toron- into Toronto where like they have 15 numbers retired and everyone's running out of numbers to wear. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think there's a case for it, but I think ultimately the, they'll probably play it conservative and just stick with kind of Kopitar Brown, maybe Dowdy, Jonathan Quick, like mm-hmm. uh, that, that group of four. But yeah, I, I wonder who I have to talk to to get a, like, King's Ring of Honor kind of thing going, because he definitely deserves to be recognized a little more than just, like, the lore of John, of Justin Williams, of people knowing yeah. the story, but not, you know, recognizing him. Yeah, um, I would definitely like a Kane's Ring of Honor as well, um, because there's guys like... Eric Stahl, mm-hmm. um, who he obviously did a lot for the Hurricanes. He was a real bright spot, you know, uh, in those down years uh, for him, you know, before he got 
traded mm-hmm. to New York. Um, I feel like he definitely needs to be recognized, but his number retired. There's a case for it for sure. Yeah. But he maybe not. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's been other guys. Um, I mean, I'm sure some people would argue Jeff Skinner. Mm-hmm. Me probably not, but it could be argued. Um, yeah, you know, if you're including uh, non-players, John Forsland, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's obviously all the guys from back when the team was in Hartford. Yeah. Um, so I think the Canes should maybe wait a few more years before they did something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I could see the Canes maybe doing something. I would definitely say... Um, because in front of the south entrance, the big main entrance, I don't know if you've seen pictures, you know, while I'm sitting in, like, the group chat or whatever, mm-hmm. there's this big plaza, and it's empty. I mean, they do stuff, you know, out there for free games and whatnot. Um, but it'd be a great place for statues. Oh, yeah. And Brenda Moore, Williams, you could throw Ward in there as well, and Francis. Yeah. So I definitely feel Williams would be definitely Mount Rushmore for Hurricanes. See, come on, come on, teams! Like we've we've got all the ideas. They just need to like listen to us. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. It'd be really really cool. Um, because you literally look across the street at Carter Finley Stadium in states uh football stadium they have mm-hmm. their walk of honor it's not stages, but they have big like uh plaques for players uh out there you mm-hmm. know they got uh philip rivers Russell, nick chubb so many other guys um you know they have played for the wolfpack over the years so i mean kane's need to step it up right come on guys <laughs> What was kind of the... Yes, the, uh, the, speaking of... Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, uh, you can ask your question first. Uh, so, uh, what was kind of the mood from Hurricanes fans uh, when when this was sort of announced? I definitely saw all the guys on the team, uh, which I thought was really neat seeing, especially the young guys like you know, Svechnikov and all them tweeting about, you know, congratulations on your career and that kind of stuff, but... Was the mood among Hurricanes fans just kind of, like you said, like, we expected it, but we're still sad? Yes, I would definitely say very somber. Um, like, again, you knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a question, like, after last season, was he, was going, was he going to retire or not? Um, it's a thing that we knew it was going to be coming in the next couple years or so. Um, but it still sucks. Um, because he brought a lot to that team, both on and off the ice. Um, and he was just a very likable person as well. Like, if you ever got a chance to meet him, he was always very friendly and polite. Um, so he's definitely going to be missed, that's for sure. But it was something you knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, I'll also say, like, if the time comes for a Sveshnikov statue... <laughs> It's got to be when he was doing the fetch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I was also thinking it needs like a little tiny Jordan cool. Martin hook next to it, just right. like shallow um, statue. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> that'd be funny. Um, I'm surprised they haven't put that on a shirt yet, to be honest. Yeah, it's tend to be pretty good about doing fun shirts like that. Um, All right, guys, I hope you enjoy that part of us discussing Justin Williams' career, everything he meant for the Kings and Hurricanes organization. Um, Now, tomorrow we'll be more crossover content with Sarah. Um, As I mentioned at the top of the episode, we went into talking about um, some trades and free agency signings um, that happened, um, you know, at the time of recording. I ended up getting the notifi- notification about the Jesper Fast signing um, while we were recording. Um, I initially didn't have a whole lot of thoughts on it because I didn't know a whole lot about him. Um, but I am going to try to get John from Locked On New York Rangers um, to come on the show and talk to us more about him. Um, now, from everything I've seen, people seem to like him. So. We're good, Uh, but you'll hear more about that in an episode a little bit on down the line. And again, uh, you know, we talked more, you know, about like some spooky season stuff, Star Wars. Just had a real whole lot of fun in that next episode. I hope you look forward to it, guys, Um, and I will talk to you tomorrow.